Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, a brand new edition of Over the Line. So glad you are here on this Tuesday, the 13th of July, 2021. Hope you're having a fantastic day today. And uh, for me, it feels like a second Monday in a row. That's what it feels like. Got a little new, for those of you watching the video, kind of a new thing going on. We're just kind of moving stuff around. We're trying to see what we like the best as far as certain situations. We got, depending on how the show's going, we may have to swap this around. If we got two people in studio, obviously we're not going to use this camera view because there's too much, too much going on. But we're, we're getting the hang of it, and we want to switch it up for you guys as well so you're not... Uh, staring for those of you that watch the video version of this podcast you're not staring at the same thing every single time so we'll want to give you a little bit of a, a variety but very important stuff i need to talk about today and that is women in power women of of politics women that we want our kids especially our daughters to look up to people to inspire them people that uh, show them certain things are possible, right? Everyone's got some of those people in their lives. I, th I think my kid in particular, uh, I, I, he looks up to Peyton Manning, who he was named after. You know, people like that. Very inspirational people. Today I want to talk about, though, Kamala Harris. That's right. Kamala Harris, who... We're told is an inspiration to little girls, not just here in the U.S., but all over the world. And the fact that she is able to be the first female vice president and maybe even one day president herself. You never know what could happen in 2021. Anything's possible, right? But before I get into that, I want to talk about some comments that Kamala Harris has made just recently. And that is about voter ID. Now, let's be honest. Kamala Harris has had a rough first six months as vice president. She's not exactly the charismatic, well-spoken representative of the White House that, you know, some of us would prefer to have. But she's what we got. She was asked, and I think she was on uh, BET or something, about voter ID, voting regulation, and why it's important to really get past the voter ID thing, not worry about it, and just automatically register people and allow people to, to vote. Why, why, why is it that is so important to her, and why will she not compromise with the GOP on some things to get something done? If voting rights are that important to you, if people voting is that important to you, why can't you compromise on some things? And she explains in this video that I'll show you. Uh, but basically what it comes down to is she says that those in rural America, they do not have the ability to get an ID or to copy an ID in order to prove they are who they are. And I'm assuming this is in the instance of, um, you know, absentee ballots, which apparently all of a sudden all Democrats are worried about is people's ability to get an absentee ballot, which is dumb. The only reason you should do an absentee ballot is because 
you can't get to the polling place like we've all done for freaking decades now. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. She says people in rural America do not have the ability to make a copy of their identification to then send it in to verify who they are so they can then get their absentee ballot. But only those in rural America. Y'all are the ones that are struggling. Now, before I get into this, for some reason, there's a picture of Michael Avenatti on this article. <laughs> and Michael Avenatti, we never talked about this, and I wish I would have. He's been sentenced to two and a half years in prison for trying to extort Nike. You remember that whole thing? And I couldn't help but think of all the times Michael Cohen tweeted at Donald Trump and made statements that Donald Trump would be <laughs> in jail in a matter of days or a matter of weeks, if not days. And it turns out Donald Trump actually never went to jail and it's Michael Cohen who <laughs> is the one going to jail. Actually, I've got one right here. Look at this. Donald Trump will be indicted before his birthday on 12-31-18. If you doubt my prediction, please check my record over the last seven months. Hashtag winning. Following that, a CNN article. Michael Avenatti sentenced to 2.5 years in prison for attempting to extort Nike. Well, that didn't age well. But anyway, I'm not talking about Michael Avenatti. Um, Kamala Harris goes on. She's in this interview, and she's talking about the voter ID stuff. And she's just like, huh? Well, you know, they can't they can't photocopy. They're in, they're in rural America. They don't have the resources to be able to, you know, do normal things like normal people do. And I, I like this part. This is what's funny about liberals is if one thing doesn't work, if... if victimizing one group does not work, they'll just move to another group and start victimizing them, right? Because used to be black people, especially those in the inner city who were probably the closest to a DMV or a place to get an ID, were not able or, or, or didn't have the mental capacity to get a government-issued ID. And people started realizing, that's kind of racist, why would you say that? So now they've moved from that to rural America and how rural America cannot, in fact, get a government ID. Here is part of that interview on BET with Kamala Harris. Is agreeing to voter ID one of those compromises that you'd support? I don't think that we should underestimate what that could mean. Because in some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or, or, or photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't. There's no Kinko's. There's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. <laughs> So now all of a sudden, uh, the Democrats, and especially Kamala Harris, all of a sudden is worried about rural America. We're talking about flyover country here, right? 
Rural America, they don't have a Kinko's nearby. What are they going to do? Uh, Rural America does have Xerox machines. They look a little bit like this. And actually, if you use it, you'll start seeing double. That's how we use our Xerox machines. We make it and put it in a jar. That's what they think about, y'all. Because I, I, I know there's a, a good portion of the audience that lives in rural America. It lives in rural Alabama. I've, I've been to y'all's place. I know. And all of y'all have internet. All of y'all, most of y'all have, have printers. I actually, I've got a printer, but it's never got ink. Most of y'all know how to get to Walmart or the post office or a public library, even if it's not nearby. But according to Kamala, she says you don't have the ability to do that stuff. And she sees nothing wrong with saying that because it's actually how she views you. A bunch of barefoot Neanderthal hillbillies that don't have running water have never seen a smartphone and can't figure out how to register to vote. So we got to help them. But she's not serious about that, right? Because rural America is Trump country right now. So she's not serious about getting you guys registered to vote or making sure you got a Kinko's nearby. What she's worried about is deflecting off the racist language of saying black people can't do it. They need to advance this legislation. They need to advance these policies, not because they want people to vote, not because they want more people to vote, not because they want rural America to vote, but for another reason. And you know what that reason is. I can't say it, obviously. But you know what that reason is. It's to change the rules. It's to change the rules in a way that makes what we saw the rules and regulations in 2020 permanent. In H.R. 1, the Democrats are trying to federalize the elections, which means all 50 states have to have the same election rules. Then the federal government is over counting the votes and determining the winner. How well do you think that'll work out? Every time there's an election... Do you think the incumbent, is he going to catch some heat? They're like, well, he's president. He's over. He's, he's seeing over this. So if he wins, he's cheating. How would that ever work? It's not going to work. But Kamala Harris, because she says the reason she can't compromise with the GOP is because of rural America. She's talking to y'all. She's just worried about y'all. She want to make sure you get uh, your you get your ID photocopied. I mean, we're in the day and age. Everybody's got a smartphone, right? Everybody's got access to the internet. I don't care where you live. You may be in such a rural area that your internet's not as good as other people's. I know that's the case with my mom in Missouri. She's out in the middle of nowhere, but she's got internet. They've got smartphones. They got it so good out there. My mom one time took her brand new iPhone 12 
and accidentally threw it in the trash, which then went in the burn pile, and she burned her brand new phone up. Literally, in a burn pile. And then she just went and got another one. <laughs> and it doesn't get more rural than where my mom lives. She lives in a town of 67 people. Half of whom are Amish and don't even use electricity. Now, if you want to talk to the Amish people about their struggles with getting a photocopy of their ID to send in, maybe we can talk. But I actually can go ahead and tell you the answer to that. And they don't need any help. They'll take their horse and buggy ride four hours just to go to Walmart to get some necessities. They can photocopy their ID there. Actually, I don't think they have IDs. But if they did and they wanted to vote, even they know how to do it. But yet you dumb rednecks in Alabama drinking your moonshine, smoking your rolled tobacco, walking around barefoot in your overalls. Y'all don't know how to vote. You need the government to help you. That's what we got. That's what Kamala Harris is effectively saying. But Kamala Harris is more than just a woman who can't appropriately answer questions from the press and that is constantly insulting people without possibly even realizing it. She's more than that. She's a powerful woman, an inspirational woman with a storied history of how she got where she is. And it's, honestly, it's, it's very touching. Just not touching in the way you think. Before I do that, let me remind you about Vapor Forge out on 280, my boys. You saw last night, if you missed last night's podcast, go check it out. Tony from Vapor Forge was on with me. Had some great discussions. Talked about several things from Cuba to Donald Trump at CPAC. Good, good show. Go see that. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. Go see those guys and let them hook you up with all your vaping, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. 205-874-9010 is the number. And also, I would be amiss if I didn't mention Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who from anywhere from $5 to $50, it's all going to give you the same thing. So just as low as $5 a month, you can get exclusive behind-the-scenes comment from this show, and you'll love every bit of it. And as you see here, if I'm not mistaken, uh, maybe I am mistaken, let's see. Oh, gosh. I thought Trish posted some new content up. Oh, yep, look at that. There's a brand new video right there. You can go on Patreon and watch that if you are, in fact, a member. So go do that. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who uh, Kamala Harris, again, somebody that we're told our children need to look up to, our daughters need to look up to, a woman who has scratched and clawed and massaged and kissed and done some really nasty things to get to the top that our kids need to look up to somebody like that because she's gone from a nobody 
the vice president of the United States to the number one person in line to take the Oval Office. So we need to know a little bit about Kamala Harris, who she is, where she's from, what she's done. She is a successful graduate of law school. She made her way out of law school, held a few positions in California uh, state government, a prosecutor that was so successful locked up a lot of people, especially black men, on drug charges, was so sly and, and good at what she did, she successfully held tons of evidence, including DNA evidence, from jurors and from judges in order to keep those black men in jail to make her way to vice president of the United States. Now, where did that start? Well, it started with a guy out of San Francisco, probably the most powerful politician in the state of California at that time, Willie Brown. Now, Willie Brown, if you don't know much about him, you can go research him, but you can take my word that he is a very charismatic guy. Willie Brown was liked by many people on both sides of the aisle, okay? Republicans and Democrats, they liked him. Republicans may have not liked his policies. They would have, they they hated the way he conducted business, but as on a human being level, as a person, he had a charming personality without a doubt. And Willie Brown saw an opportunity to be able to get a little bit of what he wanted. Many a young Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris obliged because she wanted something as well. So they had a mutual agreement and briefly dated. Kamala Harris was a 29-year-old prosecutor in California. Willie Brown, who was married at this time, let's not forget that part, but whatever. Yeah, Willie Brown likes a variety. Offers Kamala Harris a series of high-profile powerful jobs in California state government. He offers her, and she accepts, a spot on the California Medical Assistance Commission. He offers her, and she accepts, another spot on the Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board. Now, these are positions that she was not qualified for, and even at face value, you could have known that because she was 30 years younger than anybody else on these boards. But she didn't get those positions because she was talented, because she was qualified, because she was just good at what she did and had a promising future. She got those jobs because she slept with a Willie Brown. And Willie Brown is pretty much willing to admit that. As he did in multiple interviews, admitting that he boosted Kamala Harris's career. He said, I've been peppered with calls from the national media about my relationship with Kamala Harris, which most of which I have not returned. But yes, I may have influenced her career by appointing her to two state commissions when I was a, the assembly speaker 
and I certainly helped her uh, helped with her first race for district attorney in San Francisco. And, and what he means by he helped her, he means he funded that campaign and endorsed her, obviously, and that's why she won that position. And he didn't do it for free. No way. Kamala Harris was four years out of law school when she met Willie Brown. And in a short time after that, an unqualified Kamala Harris gained several powerful, high-profile positions and slingshotted her way to the top of politics in California and now in Washington, D.C. She slept her way to the top. And that's who we're supposed to have our daughters looking up to. Andrew, you're being a misogynistic pig. You can't say the... Why can't I say these things? This is this is honesty. These are things on record. There's no secret about this stuff. And if you were paying attention before Willie Brown, you would have known Kamala Harris was in the business of running around, sleeping with high-profile people. Remember Montel Williams? That's right. She was running around sleeping with Montella Williams as well. Yeah. There she is. It's got some good music behind it. <laughs> you see here at an award show. Kamala Harris, former talk show host Montel Williams and his daughter. It was rumored that... Kamala Harris was Montel's side chick, but we don't know. She may have been his main chick. I don't guess it really matters at this point. <laughs> but it goes to show you what she's in the business of doing. And most of y'all probably know somebody like this. This is, this is not, you know, something far-fetched that we've never seen anybody do before. And if Kamala Harris was just another loser, gold digger that went around sleeping with powerful and famous men just because she wanted some sort of status in society, it wouldn't be that big a deal. I mean, it'd be sleazy, but nobody would care. I wouldn't care. But she's not. She's vice president of the United States, and it's being crammed down our throats that she needs to be the person that our children look up to. I'm not willing to raise my children to believe that that's what you got to do to get what you want. That's never crossed my mind. That's the last thing I'm looking to do. There are situations where maybe you have a childhood hero or whether you know you picked it yourself or your parents put it on you hey this is a guy you need to look up to that who later in life made some really bad decisions and turned out to not look like somebody you really want to look up to um that happens it does and there's nothing really you can do about it it's not your fault it's not anybody's fault but the celebrity or the the, the figure himself or herself but this is different 
This is different because the mistakes, a.k.a. the sleeping around, came on the front end. We know it to be true. And the result of that sleeping is where she's at now, which is why we're supposed to look up to her. Which is why we're supposed to tell our kids, you want to be just like this girl. You want to be just like this woman. Think of the immigrants down at the border, the children that were getting Kamala Harris's children's book. You don't think they're trying to cram that down your throat? A children's book about a woman who slept her way to success? I'm just saying. That's what they're putting on your kids. And even if they were to come out and admit that, if they were to come out and say, okay, yeah, we we know. We know what she did to get here. But it's okay. She's just expressing herself. So they don't see anything wrong with it. They don't see anything degrading about it. They see nothing wrong with an unqualified person getting a position that they don't deserve. It's why their policies are formed the way they are. It's about giving people stuff they do not deserve. Kamala Harris is a picture-perfect example of that. So if you want to teach your kids to be like her, that's one thing. That's, that's on you. But I would highly suggest doing otherwise. Because it's not going to work out well for your child. Your child may not know at this age, that this is in fact who Kamala Harris is, but one day they will. One day they'll find out, and they'll be like, well, "Why did, why did my mom want me to be like her? That's, that's kind of strange." But people are going to continue to push it. I, I see. I still see the picture on social media, and it's, it's um, this little girl walking past a brick wall. And then the shadow of this little girl is actually Kamala Harris walking. This little girl grew up to be this successful vice president. And that picture leaves out the things that happen between being a little girl and being vice president. But everybody will know one day. Don't let the left, don't let the media, don't let Hollywood cram immorality down your throat. Don't let them cram down your throat that that's normal behavior, that this is the way to become successful. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to study. You don't have to go to school. All you got to do is get in the sack with the right people. Could us not the way it works. Not in the real world, baby. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank y'all for hanging out. Make sure you comment on this video. If you're listening to the audio podcast, go and leave us a review and leave us a five star. And if you don't like the show, you can put a one star. I, I don't really care. But go and do that. Leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, and we'll appreciate that. Also, if you're not with us on social media, you saw at the beginning of this video, social media is flashed on the screen. Over the line on Facebook, over the line, two channels on YouTube, Patreon, Twitch, all that stuff. Find us. We're all over the place. 
and uh, we'll keep it coming for you guys. Until next time, see you, cools. <laughs>